0: Back in a studio. Back in the studio. No longer cooped up in that guest bedroom of mine. Although it is bittersweet. It is bittersweet. You know, know, if you have been one of those uh, who went home to work for a time, uh, maybe you're still remote working, phoning it in, uh, so to speak. uh, Well, you learn that uh, there are a lot of creature comforts that you can enjoy there. You got good close proximity to the kitchen. Uh, you can uh, maybe kick back and relax uh, in more comfortable attire. And for me, uh, that little baby of mine, and beautiful wife, uh, we, we were able to spend a lot more time together. So I am missing them uh, here today, but I am also happy to be back uh, with my family here in uh, Broadcast House. So if you feel uh, or if you hear a little extra energy in my voice, if I'm uh, a little upbeat, a little more so than usual, uh, know that it's because uh, I'm back here. I'm back here in the studio uh, and I'm very pleased uh, and grateful to the bosses uh, for welcoming back in uh, as I take all of the safety precautions, of course, as I should be uh, wiping everything down. I have a mask here at hand for when I leave the room. Uh, doing everything just as we should. I need to wrap up the, the last segment. Uh, I made mention of uh, Bill Weld's time as a libertarian. That that going back to 2016. You, do you remember during the 2016 election, he ran as the vice presidential running mate of uh, former New Mexico Governor Gary Johnson, the libertarian nominee for president. So that was 2016. Coincidentally, tomorrow. Tomorrow on this program, uh, I will have as a guest of mine, Joe Jorgensen. Do you know that name, Joe Jorgensen? Uh, well, if you don't, you'll learn it tomorrow on this program. She is the uh, she is the libertarian candidate for president uh, running up against Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So we'll get to hear from a libertarian running for president uh, on tomorrow's uh, program. Very much looking forward to that. And you know what? If you have anything you'd like to ask, the candidate, the Libertarian uh, candidate for president, five seven five zero zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you send a, a text in right now with a uh, with a question you'd like to ask of the candidate, I'll jot it down and I'll bring it to our conversation uh, tomorrow. I'd like your your input on that. I'd like you to be involved in this uh, important conversation. Another important conversation we have to have uh, is about what's playing out in Wisconsin right now, in Kenosha. Uh, The president has made it known that he intends to travel to uh, Kenosha tomorrow, and that the governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, has urged him to reconsider, in fact, uh, sending a letter to the White House uh, asking that he reconsider uh, his uh, plans to visit the community. And, uh, well, it's not just the governor uh, speaking out. Uh, you know, he was uh, Jacob Blake, uh, the, the man who was shot, a uh, 29-year-old uh, uh, African-American man who was shot and is now, according to his family, uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, well, the reporters uh, got their hands on uh, Justin Blake, the uncle of Jacob, and asked about his thoughts on a Trump visit to Kenosha
1: our family don't uh, particularly want to have anything to do with him we believe he incited this violence I'm
0: not sure not sure how that logic plays out but uh but you've heard from the family there uh expressing a desire not to see uh the president the uh the uncle of Jacob Blake Justin Blake uh continues uh he had this to say
1: In uh history's past when things of this nature happen The man or woman in the White House try to rally the nation to one center point for the best of the country. And we haven't heard that.
0: Also on this topic, Kayleigh McEnany, press secretary for the White House. You heard uh, some comments from her earlier on another topic. Well, in that very same press briefing this morning, it was asked of her by Caitlyn Collins from CNN uh, what the president will do in Kenosha. What's the plan for now? Uh, Kelly McEnany responded this way to the reporter's question. Does
1: the president have any plans currently to meet with Jacob Blake's family? Currently, the plans are to meet with local law enforcement um, and some business owners and he'll survey the damage. But there will be more detailed plans forthcoming that are announced. OK, so no, he's not scheduled to meet with them. Not currently.
0: So my question for you is, should the president go to Kenosha? Should President Donald Trump tomorrow travel to Kenosha and meet, as uh, Secretary McEnany had to say, uh, with law enforcement and with business owners? My answer is yes. My answer is 100% yes. Absolutely. There are some heartbreaking things taking place uh, in that community right now, regardless of your politics. Things are uh, in a significant state of disarray, and that is putting it mildly. The president, like him or not, is a leader, and the office has a duty to lead, and the office has a duty to communicate its position, and the position of the president is one of law and order, and in fact... Uh, That attitude was surprisingly echoed just today uh, by Joe Biden. Joe Biden offered a, a speech and he talked about how much of what is happening right now is not protest. OK, this is not a First Amendment thing. Rioting is not protesting. Here, here's the quote from Joe Biden. He says, quote, I want to make it absolutely clear. I'll be very clear about all this. Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. Setting fires is not protesting. None of this is protesting. It's lawless, plain and simple. So now you have Joe Biden and Donald Trump reading from the same page. And it is violence and rioting and looting and setting fires, which is taking place right now in this community where Donald Trump intends to travel. And we need someone to go in there and say, law and order must prevail. The authorities entrusted with the responsibility to maintain this order must be resourced and they must know that they are supported. If they are second guessing themselves, if they are doubting the support from the top down, then they cannot effectively execute their responsibilities and their duty to protect and serve. Do you agree with me? Should the president be there? Should the president travel to Kenosha? Now if he goes there, what should he say? What should the president say to that community? Well, it should be a strong message. It should be a strong message that lawlessness will not be tolerated. That law and order will prevail. And that all of this talk about rights that he might remind them, those in this community, that your rights extend only as far as they do not trample on mine. My rights extend only so far uh, and until uh, they start to infringe on your rights. We do not have uh, the right to burn buildings. We do not have the right to overturn police cars and set them ablaze. We do not have the right to loot. That is not protesting. That's what I hope to hear from the president in Kenosha tomorrow. Tell me if I'm wrong. 575-TALK. 801-575-8255 is the phone number. I want you to pick up your phone. I want you to share your thoughts with me, and we'll play them live after the break. 801-575-8255. Your calls live next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, back in the studio. Back in the studio after 167 days of isolation. I have emerged from quarantine, and I'm back with you here live from the KSL Newsroom, and it uh, feels wonderful. It feels great. I'm so happy to be back uh, with the rest of the team here producer Amy, and Amber, and Gustavo, and the whole lot here, the fine folks at KSL uh, News Radio. Uh, I, if if I could invite you to download uh, the KSL News Radio app uh, on there, let me tell you a few of the things that you're going to find. Uh, you'll find, of course, uh, the ability to tune in live to this program. Conversation we're right ha- we're having right now uh, revolves around the president's plan to travel to uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. You can listen to that conversation there at the KSL News Radio app later on. You can access the podcast as well. As all the expert reporting uh, by the fine reporters here at KSL News Radio, the the KSL News Radio app powered by AnyHour Services. Download that, uh, give it a shot; you will be pleased. So, the the debate we're having right now, uh, as I just mentioned, revolves around an announced plan on the part of President Trump to travel to uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, where right now uh, there is, to put it mildly, uh, a lot of activity. On the streets. Uh, There are businesses being looted. There are vehicles being burned. There is violence. There are those losing their lives. Uh, And there are uh, some very strongly held views uh, by uh, a pair of dueling sides there right now. Uh, The president made it known uh, that he intended to travel and visit there and address the people, specifically law enforcement and some of the business owners who have had uh, their businesses burned and looted uh, and destroyed in some cases. And, well, the governor, the governor of Wisconsin said, hey, you know, uh, maybe reconsider. Same story with the mayor of Kenosha. No, 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 maybe you reconsider. And I got a text a moment ago uh, because my position is I think the president does have a role. I think that there is reason uh, for him to travel there and to speak with law enforcement. Let them know uh, that you are supported, that you are. Are supported. And listen, I'm not ignoring the situation uh, with Jacob Blake. I am aware uh, that he uh, was shot seven times and that, according to the family, he is paralyzed now from the waist down. Uh, I I, I don't wish that on anybody. And I am not minimizing uh, the real impact on uh, Mr. Blake's family. But I am in no way ready to condemn uh, uh, law enforcement. All right? In one for, for one, uh, this happened uh, just last Sunday. And as you know, uh, by paying attention to the, the workings of the district attorney's office uh, in Salt Lake, Sim Gill, these investigations take a long, long time. There is a lot of evidence to compile, and there is a lot of evidence to sift through. And final determinations uh, are not made after one short week. So we are still waiting on this investigation as it unfolds. And I uh, am deferring to the investigators and we'll resolve, reserve all of my own judgment on that front until then. But what we do know is that there is chaos on the streets. There's chaos on the streets. I asked uh, for, for your calls, and I am grateful to Alan from Draper, uh, who, who's calling in now, it thinks the president uh, doesn't doesn't think the president should travel to Kenosha. Alan, tell me why.
1: Uh, Lee, the reason why he shouldn't go is uh, what he's currently pushing is his own that's coming out of his own mouth um, He's not he's not a unifier. Uh, you, you called him a leader. Uh, he is in a position of leadership, but I wouldn't even call him a good manager. He, he manages through chaos. And when you call and take names and, and put names against the other party and call it Sleepy Joe Biden or uh, Crooked Hillary or whatever, you're not you're not a you're not a leader. You're a chaotic mess. If he goes there, it's just going to stir up more problems. If you want to fix the matter, he should send somebody that can actually talk to both sides and uh, talk to the people involved and spread something of unification, a message of unification, and let's do this. But all that comes out of his mouth is if you're not Republican and you're not on my side, you're the devil, and I'm done with that. He shouldn't go. He should stay home because all he's going to do is incite more violence. All right. He's a master
0: of chaos. Well, I'll allow you that. Let's take that one thought of yours uh, a step further. Uh, You you suggested the president send someone in his stead. Is there anyone in mind, anyone you think uh, might uh, be better suited to, to unify there? Alan, did I lose you? It's an interesting question, and I'm glad that he asked it. Uh, And I'll tell you what, why don't we open up the text line uh, for for that same question. Uh, If not the president, if you are in uh, the camp of Allen and the the texter and a few others uh, who have written in to me that the president really has no business in Kenosha and is only going to stir up more trouble uh, than is there already, is there someone, is there someone who could do it? Is, is there someone uh, who represents uh, all sides sufficiently uh, that, if appearing in this community, uh, that all would listen to to that individual? 57500 5, 0, 0 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. While you send text, let's go back to the phones. Quinn uh, from Draper has some thoughts. Quinn, w- w- what do you think about this? Should the president travel to Kenosha?
1: Yeah, my, my opinion is that he shouldn't travel there, and I think for many of the reasons that you've stated, these investigations are complex. They do take a lot of time. But I think if he wants to be a leader and really get to the root of this problem, right, why doesn't he draw the leaders of different organizations that seem to be on whichever side you want to call it, right, left, you know, of this issue, bring them together in Washington. Let's find solutions that will apply across all communities because, I mean, look at Portland. Portland. Right? You've got a lot of things going on there, and it's been going on there for a long time. Um, You've got a lot of different communities that are dealing with this. So it, it's not a geographical issue, it's a systemic issue, in my opinion. So bring those leaders together, and when I say those leaders, meaning you know, why don't we get the, the leadership of the NAACP, the leadership of the Black Lives Matter movement, together with lawmaking individuals that can make decisions, that can understand the needs of both sides, and have conversations to me that's true leadership
0: yeah i i think efforts like that have been undertaken we know that uh, lex scott here who uh, is the founder of Black Lives Matter Utah? Uh, she has met with legislators like uh, Mike Lee, and yet her, her herself and her organization continue to take to the the, the streets. What's the what's the ultimate action that uh, will satisfy each party? I don't think uh, that we're going to get to that point uh, because I think for for both sides, and I I, I place blame for this on both sides. Uh, but I I think that the chaos is what draws uh, both sides here. And I wonder if, uh, as the last caller uh, mused, if there is anyone who uh, you know in, in lieu of like some meetings to take place in Washington DC could actually travel to Kenosha and could address both sides of this matter right now and somehow talk some sense into those uh, to the point where you know everyone is able to, in a first Amendment sense, uh, communicate their positions, speak freely, and somehow avoid uh, the destruction of businesses and uh, the the disrespect and danger uh, inflicted on law enforcement. The, the two groups that President Trump uh, has stated he intends to 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 travel and visit. He will be speaking with law enforcement. He'll be speaking with. Uh, business owners. Uh, so, uh, so we'll have to see. And, Quinn, I'm grateful to you uh, for your call. Uh, we're going to leave the phone lines open for the next few minutes. If you'd like to, to weigh in on this, the, uh, the phone number is 801-575-TALK, uh, 801-575-8255. Or if you're bashful, if you're bashful, of course, we've got the text line uh, wide open. The Utah Community Credit Union text line is 575-00. I threw out the question a moment ago. If not Trump, than who And uh, a suggestion here says uh, Mike Pence. Uh, Mike Pence uh, might be able to uh, to step in there and have some words for all sides and maybe bring about some sort of peace. I think if you uh, are if you object to Donald Trump traveling to Kenosha, you probably have the same objections when uh, you evaluate Mike Pence's potential uh, ability to, to bring some sense to, to things there. Uh, another texter says uh, Trump is the cause. Of what's going on in Kenosha, I I don't agree with that. I I don't agree with that at all. I do believe that, uh, and can't deny that uh, many of those who showed up over the weekend with their trucks are all Trump supporters. Sure, Uh, but but to lay the blame uh, at the feet of Trump is not right. Uh, When there is looting and when there is violence and when there is destruction on the streets, it is those who are perpetrating the looting, the destruction, and the violence who bear the responsibility. All right? We are all free agents, free actors, and you can't blame someone else uh, for the bad behavior of another. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, after the top of the hour news, we're going to look into that controversial mural hanging off the side of a building in downtown Salt Lake City. I've got some thoughts next on Live Mike.